All right. WrestleBuzz post-review show of Extreme Rules 2022. It's Joseph Crush along with my brethren, the co-host of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Up first, the professional NJ3. Uh, what a fucking show, dude. Dude. Wow. Talk about delivering. Talk about it. Insane. Insane. Bad news. Tom Canale, the other host of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Our boy's back, man. And uh, we were just watching it together. Chills are still running. My blood's yeah. flowing. The adrenaline's <laughs> pumping. I feel like I just you, you remember in Pulp Fiction when, when what's her name got the shot of adrenaline right in her chest. Absolutely. I still, I, I'm still feeling it right now. Yeah. It's a great thing. Yeah. Cheers, man. I had tears when I saw him walk through that door, man. I had tears. So good to see him back. We saw him. He came back. He's he's here. He's here. Let him in. We let him in. He opened the door. We let him fucking right in. Um, we'll get into the show here quick, but uh, man, what a what a what an arena! What a, Philly is is insane, guys. Um, what a, what a spectacle it was. So we'll start off. Uh, we're going through the card here. We'll get into Bray at some point. Don't worry about it. But uh, first match of the night: the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in the good fat good old fashioned Donnie Brook. Andrew three was a it was a it was a banger for sure, Dude, right? Banger after banger after banger. I mean, what a way to start a match! Like, I mean, to start a card like hot with this perfect match, like you know that you're getting these two teams together and you're going to absolutely deliver. It's going to be hard hitting. It's going to be brutal. There's going to be spots. There's going to be moments. Like, what a way to get the crowd hot and keep them hot with this match. I loved it to be quite honest, and I'm happy that the uh, Brawling Brutes won. I did say on the podcast, I was Sheamus was going to pin Gunther, but. Uh, you know, I took I took a swing at it. I was wrong, but Sheamus did pin pin Vinci. So, I I think at one part of the thing, right? Yeah, Sheamus uh, coming off a hard loss on SmackDown. Yeah, uh, kind of kind of shady. I mean, Gunther uh, may have tapped out, may have not, but uh, Sheamus coming through with the pin. I mean, the the match delivered like we thought it would. Uh, these six guys have been doing things over the past month or uh, two months, whatever, however, however long since they all have got together and started brawling. Um, no pun intended. Uh, it's been magic between between these guys. Tommy, what are your thoughts on the match? I mean, it kind of, it, it, I'm pretty sure it delivered there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the first match of the night and absolutely delivered. I mean, we saw uh, last month between Sheamus and uh, Gunther at Clash of the Castle, what a banger that was, and last night too. And to throw all three of them, uh, six, uh, three on three was just awesome. And like, it's just delivered. So what, a, what an awesome match. And good for the Brawling Brutes. They needed this win. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys see uh, anything going forward with Gunther and Sheamus? I mean, I think is this the end of it, or do they continue? Does does Sheamus still have that little tap out to hold in his back pocket? Nj three. It's hard, man, because like when you kind of lose two, and even though he didn't, he lost in this fashion where it's like you can argue that there's a tap. I feel like you can always revisit it, right? Because like I feel like any combination of these guys, whether it's a two on two, you know, uh, you know, another three on three match, and just some other stipulation. You know, I feel like you can kind of do this again because it's like one of those things where it's like it's been good the entire time. Like, have we gotten a a single match or moment where like, ooh, that was cringy? I, I can't remember at least. Definitely to not. be quite honest, I mean, I don't know if this is the last time we've seen at least Gunther and Sheamus one on one, but I feel like this feud with these two with these two groups is not over yet. No, hundred percent. And what Gunther has done for this IC title has been just pure magic, and. You heard the rumors of Vince wanting to bury him, uh, like 
shortly after his debut on the main roster with, I, you gotta say without triple H, this wouldn't have happened. And I, I know it's kind of ad nauseum at this point, with like thank, thanking triple H, but he's creating, uh, uh, a heel we haven't seen this type of in a very long time. There was there was there's shots back in the day with like Kozlov and like people and like even like a you can even argue like a Rusev, but that ended up not panning out to, to yeah. what we thought it would be. Um, but Gunther, Walter, whatever you want to call him, he's the real fucking deal. Uh what a run for him as IC IC champion. Tonight, we're going back to the match tonight. Great match. The Brawl and Brutes got the win. Sheamus got the pin. He's coming off of a loss, still looks good. It, everyone's happy, right? I mean, we're going into next week, uh, and we're still fearing Imperium. We're, we're respecting uh, the brawling brutes, and that's that's what it is, man. I mean, it, it, it was a great match, and uh, I hope I, you know what, like we don't see many three on three, like tornado tag style, like anything goes matches. So, like, I hope we kind of see this. Maybe not call it the good old fashioned Donnybrook going forward, but like just maybe. Give us these style of matches. We have a lot of factions coming in and out, so hopefully uh, we get that more for the future. Um, next up, the Extreme Rules match. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, I mean, how many times could Liv go over, right, yeah. at this point? It's, if she beat her three times, it wouldn't have had to been by it by some sort of uh, tomfoolery. Huh. Right, Tom. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Ronda came out on top. I, it was hard hitting. They went to a lot of weapons. They used a lot of things. Uh, I mean, Ronda seemingly would be coming out of this to maybe revisit her and Becky down the line. Yeah. Um, but what were your thoughts on the match overall? And what do you see happening going forward with Ronda as a champ? I mean, you know. Pretty good extreme rules match, you know. Like you said, a lot of weapons involved, you know, and a table involved here and there, a bunch of other weapons. But you know, I was definitely surprised. You know, Ronda went went over, but like you said, how many times can Liv go over? You know what I mean? And I think this was definitely the best match for her to win. You know, and everything. So it was just curious at the end. You saw Liv smiling, and they, you know, they pointed that out at the end. Like you just lost your title. Why are you smiling? So I don't think this feud is over at at, at all. So we'll see what happens with this. Down the line, but you know, decent match. So nothing, nothing crazy. But you know, it was it was good for the second match. Yeah, for sure. I think out of their uh, out of their matches they've had, this was my favorite. I think the 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 mm-hmm. lengths they went to, absolutely. Um, yeah. And like you said, at the end of the match, uh, Liv shown she was losing her mind, maybe a little bit. I think there was a, if I saw on Twitter correctly, a WWE exclusive backstage where they like had a picture of her, like kind of like clawing at her hair. So, and we just saw that with, uh, with Nick, with uh, Nikki ASH too. So maybe there's something there with that. This mm-hmm. this kind of happened. So don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, look too far into it, but you never know what's happening with these girls. Mm-hmm. Um, NJ three, your thoughts on the match. Uh, Rhonda comes out champ again. Uh, hopefully, it's a better run than the last one we saw, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's crazy to think that we're going to be going to WrestleMania season, but it's, you know, listen, we're in that holiday time. I know Survivor Series is next, and then before you know it's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they probably want her to be champion going into that time. Um, I, you know, I, I was really happy with Liv winning the title when she did. Um, but, I, I mean, listen, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but, like, I feel like I didn't feel her as the champion. Mm-hmm. It felt good in the moment that she won and she finally persevered. But then when she actually had the belt, it was one of those situations where – and I don't want to put the blame on her. It just – I didn't feel it. 
Um, so I, I agree with you. We said before, I, you can't beat Ronda three times. Like that's, that's a lot. That's a lot in a short period of time too. So, I mean, I think from a, you know, I guess a booking standpoint, this probably does make the most sense for what they're trying to do with the title. And maybe this is some sort of, we're going to get a new iteration of, um, of Liv's character. Like you said, she was laughing and smiling, very like a uh, Harley Quinn esque, in my opinion, that's the yeah. kind of vibe I got when I was watching it. So I think we might be kind of going down something possibly down that rabbit hole. Mm, like that. I like that foreshadowing. <laughs> um, if you want to speak about rabbits quick, um, Alexa Bliss just tweeted out, hello, old friend. And it kind of made me think. And I miss I miss Bray so much, damn it. Awesome. And awesome. I just, I, honestly, I want to get through these matches. I just can't wait to talk to this motherfucker about this motherfucker. <laughs> um, what's, what's up next? Bianca. No, I lied. Uh, Cross and Drew McIntyre for the, with the strap match. Cross went over. Uh, Scarlett getting a little pepper spray involved. I think uh, I think it was the best move. To, to give Cross the W here, I think he's so new on this character coming back from that from that downfall he had when he first made his way to the main roster. It was, it was actually quite embarrassing, um, but I'm happy to see he got the win. Uh, Drew's okay losing this match 100%. Um, Scarlett, like you'd see in this picture, looked absolutely amazing. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a good match. It was a hard fought match. I think we we when we were talking about it, we were we were uh, zoom before the the we went live here. Cross got some heat back in the day from the fans being like a boring fighter and a boring having boring matches. I thought I guess it's all your cup of tea, but I think he put on a great match tonight with Drew. I think Drew's a great him. Them two have great chemistry. Um, I'm excited to see what what happens going forward with if they stay together in in this little uh, rivalry here or if they move apart and. Uh, go their separate ways i don't know we'll see what happens tommy uh we haven't seen cross in a while uh in a big match let's say yeah um comes out on top over drew it's a pretty big win right oh absolutely i mean this had to be locking at night there's no way he was gonna lose his first pay-per-view back since he came back i mean if they would have done that that would have been his whole vince run you know character all over again losing his first <laughs> match ever against jeff hardy i mean what a goddamn disaster that was but yeah, yeah. i mean definitely Definitely a good match, like you said. Maybe he's not everyone's cup of tea, but this was definitely a great match between him and Drew. I mean, the strap match, what they were doing to each other and stuff. But that was very cool. And like you said, Charlotte getting involved, uh, Scarlett getting involved with the uh, pepper spray. That was cool. So you know, definitely, you know, definitely a heel move, which you know is awesome. So Drew definitely, has, like you said, doesn't hurt Drew at all. So uh, curious to see where they go from here between the two of them. But if they give us more, I'm all for it. Absolutely, all for it. And. Looks like Colin Gonzalez here is all for Scarlet as well. So, who isn't I mean, Colin? Who isn't Colin? <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, NJ3, your thoughts on the match, uh, the outcome, and what we see going forward? Yeah. I mean, listen, when it comes to this match, I wasn't super excited about the strap as the stipulation, mm-hmm. but I was very excited about the two people in the match. Um, the fact that during the match, we had them go brawling into the crowd a little bit, we had those really good moments brutal hits i mean these are guys these are two big guys like these are brutal bangers so you know not trying to steal one from sheamus but i was very happy with actually how the match was you know handled how it was delivered and even with the finish i mean listen like we said it drew's not going to look weak if you book it correctly yep. i think the match was booked really well the fact that you inserted scarlet making her you know having her presence felt in the match and it did end up crossing and it was the hammer cross at the end for the finish not too bad but this one's not done yet Drew's not going to be happy. He's not going to sit with this loss well. 
Hammer Cross, Cross Hammer, whatever you want to Cross call Hammer. it. Not yeah. sure. I like the name though. Whatever it's it is. Awesome, man. Definitely cool name. Um, and hopefully going forward, we get to see it more. But uh, shout out to Cross. Big win on his first big match back in WWE. Uh, another banger we saw tonight. I thought it was a banger at least. Oof, Bianca yeah. retaining over Bailey. Very surprised. Definitely the shock of the night. That's for very sure. surprised, boys. I think um, if you ask. Take a poll before this match starts. It's probably like I want to say 85-15 to, to, for Bailey over Bianca. I think everyone kind of thought it was Bailey's time, maybe. Maybe Bianca's time to to let someone else not not it's up to her, but like give someone else the reins. And it's also a match where Bianca can't get hurt because she's not gonna get pinned. Yeah. You do it, do it a cheeky way. Uh she had the girls come down. Bianca overcame a three-on-one odd, did a fucking double KOD to to EO and and uh and Dakota and shit. It was awesome. It was a good match. A couple scary spots. It's always, you know what? When the girls go, and it's not nothing against the girls, but they have so so many few and far between ladder matches that we see on WWE at least. When they go through these matches, sometimes it's very hard. It's very like I, I wince when I watch them climb that ladder, go for spots. So there was definitely a couple spots when I was like definitely worried for them. Um, but it looks like everyone came out okay. No reports of anyone getting injured. Uh, NJ3, uh, Bianca retains over Bailey. Uh, yeah. What's next? I did I did not expect this at all, to be quite honest. Um, I was actually really shocked. I had Bailey winning, and I probably would have bet the bank on it. But, hey, listen, Bianca's on this, on this big run. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, I feel like Bailey's not going to sit really well with this. I feel like she may still try to chase a little bit. But, you know, I, I think, you know, we saw Nikita Lyons in the uh, in the crowd. Now, am I saying she's getting called up? No. No. But, you know, listen, they showed her face. So maybe kind of going forward again, I don't think Bailey's done yet with Bianca. I think she's going to try to go after her one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, if not for her, I don't know who I see ready on that level yet. I, I'm not too sure, man. I, I would think Rhea, but Rhea's still tied up with a lot of Judgment Day stuff. Yeah. And I know we're going to get to that match very shortly, but I think maybe Bailey one more time. Yeah, I think you I think you run Bailey over again. I think if they either skip Crown Jewel, go to Survivor Series. Oh, there's the War Games match too, so I don't know how that's going to play mm. out. But yeah. well, um, that, that's a that's a good way to kind of put something in. Yeah, between. if they if they skip Crown Jewel, because I don't you know how the whole women's wrestling thing over there is. Yeah. Um, if they skip Crown, Crown Jewel, maybe or even have them yeah. go in Crown Jewel and then end it, cap it at Survivor Series. Right, and then, like you said, Rhea was. I think was she was supposed to be. She won the number one contendership at, uh, early in the summer. I want to say, and we yeah, during the Vin, the Vince era. Yeah, and then she uh, she got hurt, so that ended up not happening. And now she's just working on the outside right now. And now, obviously, with tonight with the whole Beth thing, we'll get into it. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens, Tommy. Uh, it was a hell of a match, and oh, we. Yeah. Well, like I said before, me and you, I, I looked at you when we were when we were watching the match before. And we both, we both kind of like, you know, cringed a little bit. A mm-hmm. um, couple solid spots. What were your overall thoughts? I mean, yeah, great match. And especially that last spot with the KOD onto the ladder. I was, that was, oof, man. You saw, saw Bailey's face at the end. She was all jacked yeah. up. So, I mean, that was, I mean, it looked like she was all right. But, my God, what a what a finish there. But, yeah, that was a cool match. You know, cool spots and everything. And that, like NJ3 said, it definitely not uh, – I would have bet the bank on it. So, I mean, it's very, very shocking, but I guess they got more planned for her. So that's champion. I mean, I'm cool with it, but I definitely would have thought it was Bailey's time being that uh, Dakota and EO have the 
tag championships. I thought, you know, she, if, you know, cap it off with her with the women's title, but I guess they got other things planned. So be pretty cool to see where they go from it. Oh, Colin had an actually question. Nikki Ash, what about her challenging for the title? I, let's see. I want to see see where the character goes with this with this change here, and then I guess we could uh, kind of determine that. NJ three, what do you think? Nikki uh, Ash, viable candidate for? I mean, listen. If if I think if her character evolves a little bit more, she kind of d- does away with the whole Ash part of it and kind of becomes you know back to potentially what we saw before it. I mean, I'd be very interested in her. I mean, I loved her matches. She's a great wrestler. I Absolutely. just I just can't get behind the gimmick. But if she yeah. can drop that gimmick in some capacity and kind of get back to sanity version or maybe some sort of mixture of both, I mean, shoot. I'd say if you're if you're Triple H, you try to bring back sanity. Absolutely. And- as much as you can, maybe not everyone in the group because Eric Young's probably tied up in TNA. But you bring back uh, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. I don't know. Bring do something and get her involved in something because she's a great, like you said, she's a great in ring worker. So um, I would love to see it, man. I would love to see it. All right, up next, like we just talked about, yeah. uh, there she is. There yeah. she is. Uh, the I quit match, Finn Balor versus Edge. Damn. Yeah. What a it was brutal. A lot of uh a lot of roaming over the uh the estates there in uh, Wells Fargo Arena. Um I don't know. I I I had Finn winning. Um I think Andrew Three will argue to it. Oh, I, I will. I could have swore I was the one that said they're gonna hold Beth hostage, kind of, and then you kind of piggybacked off my great booking. But uh, I don't know. I think it was the other way around, my friend. If you want to find out, uh, you can listen to the Wrestling Journal podcast episode one twenty six, where I think we kind of break down what we think is going to happen. But uh, you can download anywhere you download podcasts. By the way, um, listen, it was. I thought it was a great match. I think Finn's been so good. Uh, he's been he's really grown into this style of character that we haven't seen like on the main roster. Let's say. And to cap it off here, dude, Edge does not lose often. Mm-mm. Like if you go back, I don't have the the numbers in front of me, but he does not lose often in this in this current run. Uh, but I mean, you hold his wife hostage in front of you with a concerto, yeah. and anyone with their right mind should say, "I quit." Uh, NJ three, uh, Finn's a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah, the, the Judgment Day is a. Or a couple of bad mother. Look at, look at Priest's face. Yeah, look, look at his face right there. Yeah, He's a sick son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts, man? It was, it was a crazy match. Dude, dude they're a problem. I got to say, man, it's so great just to see the investment behind Finn again. We've always known the, the character he is, the in-ring performer he is, and the capabilities he potentially has if you give him a little bit of support. Um, you know, obviously, his first run on NXT was super special. His re-debut on the main roster and then what he's doing now is fantastic, to be quite honest. And there's been rumors, obviously, that, you know, management behind, you know, behind the stage is all on it. Mm-hmm. I think this is clear as day in this match that they are absolutely behind this guy. Dude, this match was fantastic, was good. top to bottom. Um, the storytelling is is perfect. You're going to be able to kind of continue the story. Edge wants to be done with them, but now they brought his wife into it. Now they've made it really personal. Yeah, and you will you will see a mixed tag of some sort, or potentially. I mean, listen, I, I know when Rey Mysterio thinks it's going to be a good time to be step and be a good father, but you got to whoop that boy's ass. <laughs> yeah, you got. I'll tell you right now, Joey. 
what happens if Olivia, you know, <laughs> she, she, she throws a little, you know, one of those little blocks at you. What do you do? You just walk away. You spank that tushy. <laughs> right. I mean, she's, she's not even two yet, but I, I will eventually spank that. tushy. No, I'm uh, just kidding. I'm kidding about that. Don't want you to get arrested. All jokes aside is I, I feel like there's, this, this is definitely going to kind of continue. Um, Finn was just top notch in this match. So was edge man, yeah. dude. I, this guy just delivers matches 40, 40 plus and, and what he's doing. Come on. Listen, could all right. So, fantasy book or a future book. I know we everyone assumes like War Games is going to be Bloodline versus Team X, right? Could it be like Judgment Day with Rhea versus Edge, Ray, and AJ and Beth? Maybe. But how, but how do you work in, in War Games? Now? In a War Games, that would be like. Do you do guys and girls in War Games? I together? don't know. It's never been on the main roster. It, it probably won't happen. But like, you never know. Maybe in a Survivor Series match, it's like a. I'm just trying to think, but probably more than likely it would be a mixed tag at Crown Jewel, like Edge and Beth versus Finn and Rhea, if I had to guess. Mm. I think that makes the most sense, right? I would think so. Or a one-on-one, like you said. I don't know. Tommy, I mean, Rhea hasn't wrestled in a while. I'd love to see Rhea wrestle for once. It's been a long time. Yeah, Beth's a safe bet, too. She's a professional. Oh, my gosh. She's, yeah. yeah. Two Hall of Famers versus potentially two future Hall of Famers. It's a, it's a it's a good uh good story behind it, Tommy. Uh, it was a solid match, man. It was a lot of fun all over the stadium. Uh, could have swore Edge was going to win at one point, and then there the concerto happens. It actually happens after he says I quit. It was kind of like a like a really bad uh, not a bad like a really sick like thriller movie where it's mm-hmm. like they torture this guy and then end up doing it anyway to him. Um, what were your thoughts on the match, man? I mean, it's my favorite match of the night on the whole card. I mean, like you said, the whole, you know, especially, you know, going into the crowd, you know, we haven't really seen that, you know, all the spots out on the crowd were pretty cool. How the crowd was hot and everything. And then mm-hmm. this ending right here was perfect. I mean, like, like whoever said it on the podcast, I don't remember, you know, the whole thing with Beth, that was, <laughs> it was done perfectly. And like you said, mm-hmm. he did it anyway with the Cochetto. So yeah, it was just awesome. And, oh man, just like you said, this is the best Finn's been on the main roster since, since he's been with the company. And it's like, I never really, I mean, I've seen clips of it, but over in Japan when he was with the Bullet Club, but this is like like the closest he's been to like that kind of, you know, character. Cause you know, he's a, he was like a real big dick heel over there. So that's what yeah. he is here. So it's just, just been great. And like you said, Priest is doing great. Um, yeah, he's learning whatever. And Ray has just been killing it too. So yeah, a lot of exciting things with Judgment Day. And can't wait to see what, what this leads to. Cause you feel, feel like this is going to lead to, Edge and Beth against probably Rhea uh, and uh, Finn somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Where was AJ? Yeah, that's a good question. I was thinking, where was he? Yeah, where was he? Hmm. Might be the first thing Edge comes out and say, says tomorrow mm. on Raw. AJ, I don't know. Uh, where were could, you? Could Judgment, Day, could Judgment Day be a bull club? Is that what they're kind of going for? Maybe. I don't uh-huh. know. I'm cool with it. Uh, but it was a good match, man. It was a really solid match. Tom, I think it was my favorite match of the night, too. Match of the night, not moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in the fight pit. Riddle comes out on top with a submission. Cormier did a really good job, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that, but he was actually good. He wasn't like an awkward ref. Uh, he has the experience in, within like combat fighting, so maybe that helps. Um and he's also a huge WWE fan, so probably helped as well. Um, 
but I thought that for for what it was worth, it felt like a big fight, and it felt big. There were some cool spots going to the top of the cage. Uh, at, at this point, though, in the night, it's like when we start when this match started. I remember saying, "Tom, let the countdown begin." Exactly. Like, <laughs> kind of like just waiting what was going to happen. I think the crowd, even though it wasn't a long night by any means, six matches isn't a long night. Um, you kind of know what you're waiting for at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll get to momentarily, but uh, uh, Tom, your thoughts on the f- uh, f- the first fight pit on the main roster, the third one we've seen in WWE history? Uh, I thought it was a good match, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, good match. You know, as we know, these two really hate each other, so you know, definitely some of those spots felt personal. And that spot with him jumping off the top on him, I was like, oh my god, that was oof. That could have been very bad for both of them yeah. if he didn't land that if he didn't land that cleanly. But yeah, you know. We, we figured he was going to win it being like this is his, you know, background and stuff. But, yeah, good match. But like you said, this was just the appetizer leading to what happened afterwards. So that's what we were waiting for. And, I mean, the match delivered, but, you know, that was that's all it was for us. But for me especially. Yeah, for sure. NJ3, uh, I thought it was fun, man. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the, the competitors involved, Seth Rollins giving a shout-out to RVD in the beginning. Cool, yeah. and, and his attire was pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the first uh the first fight pit i love seeing it on the main roster and i hope mm-hmm. that we do see it again I'll, I'll say that not not soon i want there to be some time because this should be a yeah. special match maybe once a year we see one of these or once every two years but um it, it gave you everything you wanted right these two guys hate each other literally behind the stage you know in real life so the fact that we were able to kind of get this match in the in the manner that we did. It was supposed to be like a fight in a fight pit. It had its moments. It had spots. I think it absolutely delivered. I think in bringing in Cormier was just like a fun way to kind of have some mainstream attention. You know, you know, some articles that that when it dropped, I think I feel like I feel like Variety broke it or one of like the, the big trades, and to say that hey, this is happening, and then it's been spoken about. That's great. That's kind of what they wanted. Um, it gives like that real feel to what they're trying to do. Um, I thought he did a good job too. I think there's only one moment I think the announcement like alluded to it where it's like, dude, why are you not counting? So like yeah. that was like a tough spot. Yeah. Maybe they put him in a weird spot where he's like, listen, you know, I, yes, I would count in this instance, but I can't because they'd be down for 10. I don't know about that one spot. Besides mm-hmm. that, I'm with you guys. I thought it was very well done. I really appreciated it. Um, shout out to the two of that man. For two people who actually legitimately hate each other in real life and that don't like to interact behind, you know, behind backstage. Um that they can kind of pull this stuff off. Yeah. Kudos to both of them as professionals. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, they're definitely pros. Absolutely. For I mean, Seth, we know is Riddle proved it tonight too. I think this kind of shows what Riddle can do uh, for main eventing a huge pay per view like this too. There's definitely high hopes behind him. Uh, Colin Gonzalez had a great question: uh, Is Riddle really going through all this uh, that family stuff? I think he is. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I don't know. I don't know like the detail to it, but I believe he got a divorce. I don't know if his kids don't want to see him anymore, but um, I'm pretty sure they got a divorce. They split up after all the shit that he was going through with being unfaithful. I want to say. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Reynolds, maybe not a good guy personally, (laughs) but uh, he entertains me on the, on the screen. And unfortunately, that's what it matters to me at this point. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up to say. Uh, do you guys think Cormier sticks around with WWE, makes it maybe another appearance? I don't like looking at this picture here. Yes, particularly look in ring ready. Not that it doesn't matter what size no. you are. Like in this stage, well, not, not compared. I mean, he wasn't the slimmest guy fighting in UFC, but he definitely looks like he uh, 
put on some retirement weight. Yeah, for sure. He's coming to commentary weight, but I think I would love to see him involved with WWE going forward. Why not? Like, there was rumors, like not rumors. There was people speculating maybe that like uh, him and Lesnar would have some sort of match in the, in the near future, like a wrestling match. I just don't know if that's mm-hmm. even a possibility at this point. Um, we'll see. Let's see. If, I mean, he's, he's gotten into shape before for a fight, so I'm sure he can get into shape if he wanted to really do it. Um, but, like I said, great match. Cormier killed it. Yeah. Cormier did a good job. And um, I'd be remiss to say there was something that stuck out at the end of this night that uh, that kind of, you know, really topped. It was like a not even like a cherry on top. It was like a fucking I don't even know what you call this. Right. Like, it was worth the price of admission. It was worth the price of admission. Uh, if you don't know. <laughs> about the white rabbit and get the fuck out of here (laughs) before we get there on cormier versus mcafee at wrestlemania wrestlemania i mean it could happen you never know know. a commentator for ufc versus commentator for wwe hey i like that mainstream i like that mainstream booking yeah for sure solid right there collins should get hired for uh for booking um he's a very nice man he is He's back, oh. boys. He's back. Uh, I don't know how to explain this in minimal words. That would I could probably talk about for hours. Uh, we've been waiting for this, Tom. Right, mm-hmm. and I think just all the white rabbit shit aside. We, if you don't know, look it up. Um, tonight was the date that was given for us for the for the last clue on Friday, ten eight twenty two. Tomorrow night, yada yada yada. The end of the night happens. Uh, we get the spotlight. I don't have the pictures of it, the spotlight on Huskis, uh, Mercy the Buzzard, Ramblin' Rabbit, Abby the Witch, all like in human form, which is pretty cool. It was kind of creep, kind of creepy. Um, before that, they were saying he's got the whole world in his hands. I swear to God, when we were watching it, when they were playing, he's got the whole world in his hands. I thought it was just going to end right there because he has us all in the palm of his hands. Like, we're going to follow this wherever it goes. I was like, please don't not, please don't like fuck us right now. Um, they go through the, the firefly firefly fun house with cobwebs playing the song. All weird. The TV shows up scramble TV. You see the devil face. I thought it was MJF for a second, but it wasn't. Um, and then there's the door way, uh, put down in the the entrance way and eventually out comes bray wyatt he's he's back and uh, i couldn't be fucking happier and the crowd clearly was off their shit um i think the way they did it was perfect no one's affected by this we don't know his his mo we don't know what he's going after which is a good reason to check tune into tomorrow night i mean on monday night for raw but Season premiere too. Season premiere, yeah. oh, dude. He's got it. He, it's yeah. got to happen, right? Um, maybe we get some more answers. Maybe he'll be. I don't know what's going to happen. It's in, it's in Barclays too. It's a big spot. Yeah, could um, be there. Could, could be there. show up. Should, should be there. Really, he really should. <laughs> um, Tom, I got to go you first on this one. It's our boy. Yes. We've been. Pr- I think since um, I don't know the exact date, but I should know this the date of his release, we've been praying for him to come back. <laughs> I think like, I don't really pray much, but like when I go to sleep at night, uh, 
the, the thing I would do every night is, but please bring Bray back. And uh, Vince is gone, and now he's back. So, um, what were your thoughts on the overall presentation of it? Uh, we see Bray in like this. Uh, did you see the black phone yet? With um, yes, yeah, it was kind of black phone esque. Yes, it right? was, yeah. Yep. So uh, I really loved it, and he took it off, and it was him. Looks at the thing. I'm here. Yeah. What was that? The fucking lantern. Bray's back, dude. Yeah. I mean, like you said, once the lights went off and then the the, the song started, I was like, oh my god, thing. And like you said, that would have been pretty funny if they would have done it like that. You know, he's got the whole world in his hands, and then it just cuts. That would have been, you know, would have sucked, but it would have been cool. We know he's back, but whatever. But what they did, like you said, the characters in the crowd. Then he had the burnt mask on the announce table where Cole and uh, what was it Graves? They freaked out or whatever. That was that was very cool and everything. But yeah, just and then. The, I like the whole cobwebs in the fun house. That was awesome. Say, so, hey, you know, he's been gone for a while, obviously, and now he's back. So but then and he just walked through the door with the lantern, just yeah. perfectly done. Like I say, thank you, Triple H. I love you so much. <laughs> screw you, Vince, for getting rid of this guy last year, last summer, one of the worst days ever. But, you know, now he's back. And just imagine what we'll do now. Actually, uh, good booking for once, you know, and that that be, you know, like brought down every time he has a decision, whatever. So yeah, just so happy he's back, and I cannot wait to see what happens. I cannot wait. Uh, I just got a text from, or you guys saw in the group chat from our other host of the Wrestling Journal, Nikki Noodles, asking if I was happy. Uh, I am happy. You fucking prick. And <laughs> and I know you're not watching this, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna Facetime you right after this fucking call. I'm gonna oh, wow. let you know. He'll be sleeping. Um, Andrew, before we get to you, uh, Colin, our number one fan tonight, wants to know who is Bray's first rival in your opinion. Um, it's a great question. A it's something I question. thought about. I think like leading up to the whole White Rabbit thing, Colin was uh, we like you kind of knew in the beginning it was Bray, and then we kind of like as the weeks went on, it's like all right, we're ninety nine percent percent sure here. Now it was like, how are they going to present him to us? And then how who he's who is he going after? Is he a babyface? Is he a heel? How do we know? Like it's hard to tell right now. Who would I want to him go, him to go after? I thought Riddle would have been a good a good spot. Yeah, totally. Um, with the ties to Randy, there's past there. Are they going to look in the past? Mm-hmm. Clearly, they mentioned the Firefly Funhouse with the with the puppets, so there is a remembrance there. Um, Braun is there. I mean, I don't want him going straight for Roman, right? I don't yeah, want no, that. Yeah. Cause like the, the the last thing we need is him getting a title right away, and then like what do we do that? Like mm-hmm. let him remember when the like, the Undertaker was around. Like I'm not saying he has to be the Undertaker, but that type style of character, like he he didn't need the title right away or that many times. So I granted they, he took it off Hogan, but lost it right away. But like um, when he first came in, but I just don't think it's needed right off the bat. I don't know. I'd say Drew. If he's a heel, go Drew, like a Drew cool. style guy. Or there's Braun, unless he's going to align himself with Braun. I'd love to to see what he's all about first. What is what his motive is before I even like want to worry about who he's going to go after first. Uh, Colin again. He wants Liv to join his movement. Hey, you never know. Yeah, I don't know. Especially the way she acted tonight. Yeah. Who knows where she's gonna. Where she's gonna head in this direction? It could be, it could be like the new Alexa. Like, screw you, Alexa. You were, you sucked. You burned me. Like, you, you got me burnt. Like, whatever. I want to take a new small blonde with me now. Uh, NJ three. I mean, 
you love Bray, but like, how is this for you as a, you know, just a fan of Bray? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I'm absolutely fan of Bray. Yeah, I mean, I'm listen, I, I can't say I have the fandom that you and Tommy have, but I absolutely respect the person. I respect the character. His creativity and his mind is something that we don't have in wrestling today. Um, and something we haven't had for a long time, like his, the way his mind works. There's a lot of interviews backstage. I think Seth Rollins alluded to it that like Bray can literally be great. He just needs to kind of be just within guardrails, right? Just to have him be able to kind of stay the course and kind of continue. And like you said it before, like having Triple H be in charge of everything, I think is the right person to help him be able to do all of what he can do and, and, you know, be the greatest version of his character now without there being anyone to kind of hold him back or, or not know how to book him properly. Um, for me, just, you know, hoping to see he comes back, just making the product better. Great dude. He's been gone since July of 2021. Yeah. It's over a year. Long yeah. time. So you, you guys have been asking for him for over a year and he's back. Joe, your birthday was recently. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday. This is, all right. This is all I ever wanted. <laughs> you know, I thought it was so creative. The QR codes. I thought it was so creative using live events to tell a story, being able to kind of engage everybody everywhere, get the internet buzzing, get the fans buzzing in the arenas, have us doing homework, have us talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it led to this payoff. That's how you book. And from that standpoint, fan or not, and I, I, and I like to say I am a fan of Bray, this was a fantastic payoff. And I cannot wait to see what happens next. Um, I'm just, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see what it's going to mean to, you know, this version of WWE now because, hey, season premieres are here, right? We know Triple H took over right at SummerSlam and everything else has been his, you know, has had his, you know, signature on it. This is the new season. I know that there's like, it feels like there's never an off season. It's always a show on, but they want to consider this, okay, the season premiere. Everything from here on out, Triple H. We're going to WrestleMania season, Triple H. Royal Rumble, Triple H. War Games, Survivor Series. This is cool. And you got the right guy with right behind him. I'm very happy. And you got to think like other like terms of like bringing Bray back is such a huge fucking move, man. Mm -hmm. It adds that extra guy to that this roster that I mean needs it, needs yeah. it. Yeah. And dude, look if you look like I'm not going to list off people, just look down the roster who they have right now. It's sick, dude. Especially if Roman's going to take some time off soon, you bring in this guy. And then shit, you get Cody back soon. Who knows where if Orton's coming back? But like, dude, you gotta him and Cody would be cool down the line. Bray and Cody, that, yeah. dude, Bray and anybody right now. But like, I, dude, it, it, there's potential here, man. There's a lot of potential here. Um, I hate to say, like, I'm like so fucking excited, dude. I'm so <laughs> excited right now. Like, what we went into tonight, into tonight, the card was insane. Uh, the the speculation of Bray if if or if not and just, we haven't had this in so long it's so cool to be we're lifelong fans and to have this again which we haven't had in so long it's fucking awesome man so I'm happy for us like as hardcore fans like of at least WWE like we get to enjoy this shit and now we have our guy back or one of our guys back and uh, who th we thought maybe would never come back so it was fucking cool man um. Let's end it off here with a cap off on the show. Uh, we'll show all our faces here. Overall, Tommy, mm -hmm. 
How would you rate Extreme Rules of 2022? What are we doing out of five, out of ten? What are we doing? <laughs> Whatever you want. Just give it like a out of five. Fuck it, right? Fuck Meltzer. Yeah, give me a six out of five. Looking perfect. <laughs> that ending made it perfect right there. That's why I'm giving it. Fuck Meltzer. Six out of five. I love it. NJ3, did you enjoy yourself tonight? I absolutely enjoy myself. I'm going to go 4.4 out of 5. Okay. Um, I thought the Rousey live match, unfortunately, I just, that just, it, it took it away from being like almost like a 4.7 or 4.8. I don't want to, I don't want to give a 5.0 out because I feel like that's got to be really kind of saved. <laughs> but I tell you, the Bray moment at the end definitely helped. Uh, I'm going for, you know, like I said, 4.4 4 out of 5. Out of five. Yeah, I mean it's hard for me not to give it a five. As like, no, a, hey, listen, with Bray coming back, I think that kind of capped off the show pretty good. Um, I thought it was fun, man. I thought like even like the matches not being good, the idea of like having stipulations, uh, like throughout the whole show is like something we haven't seen in so long. So I'm I'm excited to see we have what we have going forward with uh, Crown Jewel and War Games or Survivor Series War Games and going through mania it's gonna be fucking fun dude it's gonna be sick uh i think anyone should that's a wrestling fan should be excited if you're not then yo god bless i i respect your opinion but i mean you have to look at this product right now whether it's WWE, AEW, whatever you watch uh you're probably a fan of w- you were a fan of WWE at some point so i think you have to look at it now with a, this new regime and see what they've done so far since they've taken over and you have to be excited, man. You have to, or at least have some sort of interest. I've talked to multiple people, Colin being one of them, Colin's a friend, uh, that he's getting back into it slowly but surely. But like, it's got it's like people like that that they want to bring in to come back to the show. And it's, they're doing, I think they're doing the right thing. So, uh, man, what a night. And I think the ending obviously takes the cake for us in, in the long term here, but what a hell of a show uh if you're if you chimed in or you're listening after this uh, on the podcast feed i think i'm gonna throw on the podcast feed but just as a, as a post-show review um i think uh come join us again i think we're gonna try to do this every pay-per-view now whether it's aw or WWE, we're gonna try to do post-show reviews uh get your guys feedback in the comments colin thank you for joining us tonight thank you <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gable. Uh, it was a hell of a time, boys. <laughs> Thanks for coming with me on this ride. Uh, listen to us, uh, the Wrestle WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. Uh, we have three beautiful podcasts on there. If you want to check us out, the Wrestling Journal, From the Top Rope, and Project Kayfabe. Follow us on social media at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, here on YouTube and TikTok and at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. Subscribe here, comment, like, whatever you got to do on this YouTube stuff. Uh, and and enjoy wrestling. This is a fucking hell of a time. Boys, thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, Extreme Rules was fun as shit. Bray's back. I'm fucking excited. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Let's go. baby. Let's go. Thanks, everyone. See you guys later. Thanks, Kyle. We're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>